Welcome to week two of Define the Relationship. Um, Hey, let's put our hands together for our online family. Come on, let's celebrate them, everybody. Facebook, YouTube, Highlight.Church. We're so grateful that you're with us today. And uh, I don't mean to exhaust your hands, but let's give a hand for my bride, (laughs) Pastor Kyra. Come on, everyone. She's joining us today. I brought my skinny jeans on stage because there's a a bit of a rivalry out there with the millennials. Oh, really? Oh, man, I'm not out there like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's all good. (laughs) No, you were telling me something last night about how... If you part your... Well, you're I, falling into it. I did. But sometimes I part my hair in the middle, sometimes to the side. Have you okay. all heard this? They're calling us old. Oh because I God. wear skinny jeans. <laughs> so it's a whole thing out there. But anyway. please. So. <laughs> cool, man. All right. Now wow. We know. We're so glad that you're here, PK. And yes. um, thank you all for, for once again being here. Uh, today, we will dive into some question and answer some Q&A as it concerns relationships. Yeah. We're here to have fun. Yeah. For sure. So everything is on the table yes. today. Um, and so it's going to be good, though. We pray that it adds a lot of value mm-hmm. to your situation. Um, so we get this bucket of questions, and we have to do our job. We have to do the job of categorizing them yeah. and choosing the best question that kind of relates to all of the questions that were submitted. So if, if you don't get your specific question answered, um, it is our hope that you can just find the wisdom you're looking yes. for. It's, it's, in it's, it's, it's in there. It's in within all the questions, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, so um, we, we have six in total, correct? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and, and I really want, I want you to take the meat, leave the bones. Like I said, we're going to have fun. So sometimes you're going to feel like, is that God? Like, is that <laughs> am I at a comedy show or, or what have you? But, but, but see the Holy Spirit in this and hear him right. and, and all that. Good well, we stuff. had to prepare our, our sixth grader. Oh, yeah. So we were just like, you know, we're going to have the sexy time talk. So unless you want your parents, you want to hear your parents talk talk about about it. it. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, maybe I should help. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, are you going to do this next year? I'll be 13. I'll be more ready. But, But, you know. Hey, he's here. He's ready to go. Yeah. So y'all ready to go? (laughs) Y'all okay? Y'all ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm looking for. All right. You ready? Yes. All right. Cool. All right, first question. Now, before we get into it, let's pray. Yes. Yes, come on. Go ahead. All right. God, we thank thank you you so much just for, oh gosh, your word. And uh, Lord, I know that this is... um, this is not us. So we, we put us to the side, and you've given us situations to overcome to be able to give this godly wisdom. Yeah. Um, but even greater than that, you've given us your word. So, Father, I pray that um, as we find you in the, the scripture, we find you in the words of wisdom, yeah. and that wherever it is that we are in the spectrum, um, Holy Spirit, meet us there. Speak to us. Give us clarity. I even pray for healing to occur in those who may be brokenhearted because of a failed relationship. Or maybe there's a marriage that's um, in just the rocks. God, I pray that they're able to take a couple of nuggets um, so that it brings them encouragement to keep going. Um, Father, so, yeah, we get us out of their way. And so, Holy Spirit, speak. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Yeah. So the first question... uh, I'm sorry, I, I want to be proper because we are live and we're going to be posting this. Are you guys getting some feedback or there, ring There's there? a little bit. There's a little bit of a ring. Yeah. It can we, be. yeah. But can we deal with that? Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much. <laughs> um, so for, first question is this, what is your number one piece of advice for a new, re- oh, that's like heaven came in. You heard that clarity? <laughs> the, the ring just says, uh, 
Number one piece of advice for a new relationship. Yeah. Wow. For a new relationship. Yeah. Um, so this is actually a question that I've received from two different individuals, two different times within like a week's span. So I think, I don't know, I, the Lord just put it on our hearts, like our church is getting into that. Hey, we're single, but we're now we're, we're dating. So I yeah. feel that that's kind of going on in our church, which yeah. is awesome. That's great. And the number one thing that I just shared with these two people is accountability. Yeah. I cannot stress that enough. Accountability. Yeah, take notes, write these things yes, down. Yes, accountability. Uh, you know, it's think about it. It's not happening in, in the world, right? Mm. I mean, you just kind of go about your day. You go about your relationship. You go about your your work. And who are you? Who's holding you accountable for your actions? Yeah. Um, and so accountability, you need a brother and sister in Christ who is further than you spiritually to be able to hold you accountable. And this isn't just to our singles, right? It's yeah. not just to those who are dating. This is also to married couples. Yeah. We need other healthy marriages surrounding us to hold us accountable, right? right. Yeah. We need other healthy husbands to be able to speak into another husband and say, hey, when's the last time that you loved on your wife yeah. in a practical way? Right. Like, when was the last time that you took her out and dolled her and wooed her? Because the it's out there. Statistics show that yeah. once we get married, the wooing stops. Yes. Right? right. And the women stop doing the fun things that their husbands enjoy. Right. That all happened in dating. We enter marriage and it's like, I know you, you know me. Right. But this yeah. is a gift mm -hmm. and God's called us to steward this yeah. gift. Right. Yeah. And so Galatians 6, 1 through 2 says this, um, dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back into the right path uh, yeah. and be careful to not fail into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Yeah, so that's great. You know, everyone's uh, relationship context is different. And so if you've been around for a little bit, you know that I was a single mom when Pastor and I met. And so obviously if I'm a single mom, right, uh, Jane, I have had this conversation. Yeah. I wasn't perfect, right? Mm. I failed. And when the Lord met me, there was a lot of things that he had to purify me out of so I can enter into this state of holiness and righteousness before we were able to get married. Yeah. But one of the things that he, that you did, and I loved it, is like, I'm going to have my best friend hold me accountable. Yeah. If it's 10 p.m., he's calling me. So just know my phone's going to ring and it's him and it's, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go home. I can't stay here. I can't stay here past 10 because past 10 o'clock, it's like yeah. the hour where things get a little heated. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. And um, yeah. we keep our door open too. It's, it's just about accountability. Mm -hmm. And I know it was because of those simple phone calls, mm -hmm. right? Um, the doors being left open, allowing others to be able to speak into our, our relationship, yeah. but that's why we're here. Yeah. So I would say accountability, if you don't have it in your singleness, in your yeah. dating relationship, in your marriage, in your marriage yeah. you need others to hold you accountable right. for certain actions. Yeah. So yeah. I mm -hmm. love that. And what I think you got to do is you got to seek out accountability partners. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't come into the church and say, well, no one is seeking me out to mentor me or to disciple me or to uh, grow me, you have to go to people and say, hey, I want to grow in this way. Right. And you probably have a lot of things on your plate, but can I get on that plate? You know yeah. what I mean? Can you make a little room for me and, and hold me accountable? Yeah. I would say uh, number one piece of advice for a new relationship, go ahead and write the, this down. It won't pop up on the board, but I'd encourage you to date with clear and common goals. Yes, this is big. Um, you got to get on the same page. Got to get on the same page. Uh, you have to ask the question, why are we together? A lot of us, we, we get caught up in the, 
the infatuation, the the company, the the trips, the the yeah. food, the movies, the oh, I can't wait to Friday to be with this person, but we gotta stop and ask ourselves, why are we doing this? Right. <laughs> like because pleasure is fleeting. Yeah. Um, and so wh- why are you doing this? Um, I-, I love this. Go ahead and ask yourselves this as well. What does it mean to be boyfriend and girlfriend? Mm. What what does this even mean? Is this something that we've taken on culturally? Because biblically, you, it went from being single to being betrothed yeah. or engaged. Right. Now, we're not making that kind of leap right now in today's society, but I think the principle is true. You ought to get to know a person well first, create and build friendship and right. chemistry, and then once you start dating, you should have some common goals. Um, and, and so what does it mean to be together? Where is this going? Go ahead and write this right. down. I believe that dating is the pathway to engagement. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't waste each other's time. Yep. Don't, don't waste your time. But, but we, we should be kind of going in that, that direction. A couple verses here. Proverbs 4.23 says, Guard your heart above all, all else, else, for it determines. Someone say determines. Determine. The course of your life. Yeah. Essentially, if you get in too deep, too fast, too soon, and there is a breakup mm-hmm. or there is some kind of dysfunction in the relationship, most of us know that it, it messes up everything. Yes. We can't go to work. We can't go to school. We can't engage in other relationships well. So don't, don't waste a person's time. Don't waste so your time. Yeah. And then I love Amos 3.3. He said this, can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no, no. <laughs> yeah. And oftentimes we think because the company is nice and mm-hmm. the times are fun, we think that we're in agreement. Wow. When I want one thing from you, you know, you don't want the same thing, but you think that what you're giving me is, is leading to this pathway. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to give me that sooner than later, what difference does it make? I don't have to wait for it anymore. So I don't, you know, whatever that thing is, and I'm yeah. not just referring to sex, but like it can be attention, it can be emotional support, whatever. Yeah. But we want to safeguard what we're investing into people before the proper time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, it's going back to just being friends. I think we we just jump into things too fast, too soon. And it's like, just take time to get to know one another, involve some other friends, right? Um, Get, get into, get into a light group together. I mean, I I don't know what that may look like, but um, it's just be friends. You know, we were friends for about a year and then you kind of just said, "Um, so I want to take you on a date. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I knew I was like, Ooh, yeah, he's he wants to t- yeah. take this official. Yeah. What is going on? Mm-hmm. But as soon as we had that day, I, I remember like the evening, the place that we went on International Drive. Yeah. Like I remember the night to the yeah. tea. Yeah. Um, and and I, it was good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was crazy. Sorry. I fed him. Yeah, yeah, she was. <laughs> I was trying to like, like, I'm hooking you now. We've been friends for a year. This is enough. You know, no, I'm just kidding. But (laughs) no, no. Um, But but honestly, within that week, though, we sat down because we because if he's inviting me on a date, then I know this is okay. This is serious. We're we're becoming friends. It's obviously the end goal is marriage. But we talked about that week one after us being friends about a year of us dating. So it's just really important. And so we had that conversation and. 
Yeah. Because the question will come back, well, how do you get to know them? Like we had a question last year. Um, how do you know if they're the one if you don't stay with them or spend mm-hmm. the night with them or something? It's like you don't got to do that. Mm-hmm. You just don't have to do yeah. that. You can get to know a person. And we said this. We said that you can go to the movie and still be friends. You can be attracted to each other and still be friends. Right. And I think if the friendship is stable, um, if it is promising, then that dating phase is just going to be a natural result. And yeah. then the marriage will, will come. But yeah, yeah. let's yeah. not dwell too long. Number That's two, good. how do you move on from a bad relationship mm. or a damaging yeah. relationship. Going back to guarding your heart, that's another reason why it's really important to just be friends, yeah. guard that heart. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it may sound cliche, but honestly, it's just time. It, time is the only thing that's going to heal wounds. Yeah. Ecclesiastes 3, we'll go to here, verse 1. It says, for everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. Stepping to verse 4, it says, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance. So this yeah. is Solomon, the wisest king. And he's just saying, hey, look, I lived life. I'm old in my age. God's given me the gift of wisdom. And I just want you to know that it's going to take time for things to come to pass, for you to heal, for you to yeah. mourn, for you to be able to dance. I mean, you've got to allow time. However, in that year that the Lord was purifying me once I gave my life to Christ and we were just friends, that time I used to embed myself. You talked about it last week, right? And so here at Highlight, us pastors, we really want you to find true life in Jesus. And so what what is true life? If this is your first time, you've never heard of it. Maybe you've been coming, but you're like, true life? What what is that? It's knowing Jesus, growing in God's plan making a difference, yeah. right? So we want you to know who Jesus is for yourself. That's you great. need it as a foundation because if not, you go into a relationship taking control instead of trusting God. Yeah. See what I mean? So yeah. that's why we want to jump into the bed, move in earlier than we should instead of doing the way that God does because we want to take control instead of saying, wow. no, God is in control. I'm going to yeah. trust him and all of this will come to pass. So, yeah. and then growing in God's plan, joining a light group. Yeah. It's important community. that you get into community, mm-hmm. um, making a difference, serving. Like, man, serving is where it's at. Yeah. Giving, tithes, offering, all of those things. When you embed yourself right. into doing those three things, I'm telling you, the restoration comes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're able to be the right person. Yeah. So when God brings the right person, you're not bringing damage. Yeah, or brokenness, right, into that relationship because he didn't deserve a broken me. Mm. He deserved a fully restored, in the name of Jesus, me. Mm. And so I needed to take that time to be able to get all the filth and the muck of the world because that's what it did. It tainted me. And you, I mean, you had to go through this same thing. But Mm -hmm. being embedded into the things of God is where it's at. So if you're dealing with brokenness from a relationship, just dive in. Mm -hmm. Like, go, yeah. get to super steps after this worship experience. Yes, please. Um, so that's please. definitely what I would yeah. just say. Yeah, because a large part of your healing is practical. It's not, I, I just had a bad breakup. Okay, I went to church with my friend or I logged on. And, uh, you know, you're going to go right back into those thoughts, right back into that muck. And yeah. you, you got to make some different steps for healing. I'd even say this applies in marriage. So it's not about a bad breakup from a relationship, but... Um, a bad season yeah, in a marriage. That's good. You, you gotta these principles still apply. Stay rooted. Stay. Yeah. Stay grounded. Um, what I would say here is is um, 
can, here it is. We'll, we'll revisit time. Consider being single for a while, mm-hmm. meaning don't just jump from relationship to relationship. Um, don't, because you're going to hurt someone else, right? Don't, don't do that. Um, consider healthy uh, 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 counseling, like professional counseling is, yeah. is something. I'm not talking about a psychiatrist. I'm not talking about a therapist that's just going to throw medicine at you and give you practices that really don't do anything. I'm talking about a Christian counselor, right. someone that's biblical, that's going to give you God's word. Yes. And uh, our, we went through counseling yes. about a year ago mm-hmm. in our marriage, and we were doing okay, but he was just able to unpack some things that yeah, were deep sure. that we just didn't know was getting in the way of progress. And so yes. we were both crying and we had to have the real discussions and now we're better because of it. Yes. But consider counseling so that you will heal. For sure. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. I love that you shared in different seasons because I, I, you know, in seasons where we've had, be it tension or it's just a hard season, right? Mm-hmm. Financially, whatever. Again, we as a married oneness have embedded ourselves in the church. Like right. we've never stopped doing that. We've mm. never stopped serving Jesus. Yeah. It didn't matter how tough it got. Yeah. It was like, we're going to be in the house of the Lord. We're getting wow. in our word. We're putting on the worship music. We weren't going to allow our situations to dictate, right? Our love for the Lord. And because of that, I know that our marriage was able to bear fruit, right. you know, right. in that, in that tough season, because mm-hmm. that's how God works. So even mm-hmm. if you're married, like embed yourselves together yeah. um, in the things of the Lord. Yeah. King David says, better to be a doorkeeper in the house of God than doing it up in the world. So like if you're a parking team, you're blessed. If yeah. you're a greeter, you're, you're doing it up. I was telling you the other day we were driving from home and uh, we we're going somewhere. And I, I told you, I said, I've always told the Lord that I'm, I'm rooted in God's house. That's good. Yeah. Um, even if anything were to happen with us and right. we had to stop pastoring Highlight Church for any reason, right. we would take a season to heal. And we would find another local church to serve in, yeah. to give in, and to invest in. Yep. You have to embed yourself in the local church. Yeah. All right, so number good. three, what does a healthy relationship look like? Healthy relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to give you three things real quick here. Um, a healthy relationship is uh, framed by healthy communication. Mm-hmm. Okay, so write that down. Healthy communication is key. Um, all things are on the table. If yeah. your marriage, if you're dating, engagement, whatever you want to call it, it's going to be healthy. All things have to be on the table. And I'll use one example. Um, For us, finances are a huge thing, not in the sense of how much, but in the sense of how we handle them. And uh, one thing that um, I I want to encourage you with this, especially for those of you who are believing God for a spouse in the future, learn to not pressure your spouse so much about finances. Mm. Like come into a marriage with that posture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we've gone through a lot of tough times, but one thing I can say as a, a husband, I'm, I'm blessed to have a wife who has never put pressure on me because there was not enough money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she knew I was trying and, and I was going in the right direction. So because within marriages or engagements, that's the number one reason people separate yes. is finances. And then number two is sex life. Mm-hmm. And if you communicate finances and sex life, all the other issues will be eradicated. Mm-hmm. So it's all about healthy communication. Yeah, that's good. Um, yesterday, we just sat down and did all of our finances from yesterday all the way through February of 2022. Right. My marriages, listen to me. You have to know where every dollar is going. Mm-hmm. 
You have to. So that when you do end up in the negative or when things do get tight, you're not surprised. Right. We've always sat down and said, we know we're going to be broke next week. Yeah. So what we get mad for? Right. Why are we upset? Why are we worried? Yep. We know we're going to get broke. And we were talking about how the first two and a half, three years of Highlight Church, our fridge stayed empty. Mm-hmm. It stayed empty. But our bellies stayed full. Yeah. And God was faithful. And we never missed a bill. And we've never argued about money. Right. Money is one of the dumbest things to argue about. Truly. Mm-hmm. And it's really a result of a lack of communication. It's not that anyone has done anything wrong. It's yeah. just that you're not talking about it. Right, right, And so you right. got to come. We can put our hands together for that. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Um, especially my single folk. You know, y'all going to be coming to our office one day talking about Pastor, he broke. <laughs> Did we not Did talk about Did we not about do TR no. week two? <laughs> yeah. Take that good. and come back and see me in the yeah. morning. You know what and I mean? And, you know, we always take those times, too. I mean, yeah. and we pray over the finances. We tithe together. We pray over them. Yeah. And, Again, every dollar. So if we know, like, look, by Thursday, we're going to be like, yeah. Judah, do not ask us for a Target trip. We don't yeah. even got $10, okay? Everything's been paid. Don't even, don't Sit even. Down. You know, but, <laughs> but we're able to know and we're able to look ahead. So honestly, when we you. say we Seth, don't argue about the finances, we really don't. don't. And, mm-hmm. and, and because of it, God has blessed. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we created a culture of honesty and communication. Right. And a lot of right. people, a lot of people sit around with finances like we're in debt, we're broke, and it's just going to disappear. Mm-mm. You got to face the fact. Money don't disappear, bro. Yeah. You have to talk about these things. Yes. And even if you're single and you're dealing with certain things, you may not get out of your debt, but face the facts, look at it, get wiser, try to take care of it. Yeah. I'd also say number two, keep the friendship fresh. Yes, that's key. Healthy relationship looks like fresh friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to laugh. We become too familiar with each other. We don't laugh anymore. Right. Um, Take intentional time to enjoy each other's company, Mm -hmm. meaning you always got to have a day in your marriage or in your your engagement where you're just focused on each other. We're creating a no drama zone. Today, we do not argue. We laugh. (laughs) We enjoy this food. We're going to buy a shirt. We're going to do something, and we're going to chill out. So you got to create no drama zones. Mm -hmm. And our date nights, when we did them at night, but now we're doing, doing... do them during the day, yeah. we vow to not argue. Right. Mm-hmm. Because Satan is always looking for a foothold. Always. In your communication. Yep. So you have to vow at least for a day throughout the week where we're not going to argue. Yeah. Yeah. I smell an argument. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do and it. he'll do that. Don't and do I'm it. like, okay. Don't do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> not the time. We come on, put our hands together for no, this. Seriously, good. Yeah. Yeah. Not today. We argue tomorrow. <laughs> and then we laugh. Yeah. Right? Don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, and we, third one, real quick, pursue good. growth. But go ahead. <laughs> no, pursue growth, and I won't break that down because we got to keep going. No, that's go good. Yeah. Um, no, just going back to mm-hmm. the date days because uh, we used to do date nights. So yeah. for my married folk and even those that are engaged, and I mean even single, like take yeah. these nuggets of wisdom. Um, as we get kids, like things just get tighter and tighter as far as time, right? We barely have time for anything. This is something that you have to prioritize and fight for because at the end of the day, the kiddos leave and then you're facing a spouse that you don't know after 20 years. 
And I refuse to be in that position when my children leave. I love them to death. Because we got a question too. Like, does Jesus and, you know, does God come before my husband and my kids? Yes. Yes. He does. He comes before your family. But let me tell you, spouses, they come before your children. Yes, they do. And their children, they're cute. And I love them. I love my kids. I love them so much. But then in the day, like, we're preparing to shoot them out into the world. Yeah. They're not going to stay with us forever. Yeah. And so we yeah. have to, yeah. 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 So we prioritize yeah. dating. Yeah. Know? One of the traps are, thank you, this ain't, this is anointed. Let's just flow. <laughs> One of the traps that our generation has fallen into is um, idolizing our children. Mm-hmm. It's like they come out the womb and they're God. They're not. Right. They are cute and cuddly and they're bad. <laughs> um, and, just like we were. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And sometimes you got to lay a hand on them and <laughs> put the oil on them and let the Holy Spirit do his work. Y'all laughing because it's true. They bad. They bad. Yeah. And, and they won't understand that. I, my 12-year-old sitting here now, he wants to jump me, but <laughs> I, I've already begun praying for his kids to give him a hard time because they bad. Anyway, I'm being too real. Like that, That's my prayer life. Lord, I love Jay. Bless him. Keep him healthy, but may his kids give him. Oh, sorry. No. So, no. Our kids are good. I'm being too real, Lord. That's between me and you. Um, but no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, we idolize them. Yeah. But it's clear in Genesis. God starts out at the top of creation. Brought Eve to Adam, and he said, this is why a man will leave his mother and right. father and marry his own wife. Yeah. So raise them, love them, yes. do not idolize them. Yeah, they're that's so leaving good. you at 18. They get tired of you when they're 12. Okay. <laughs> so pursue growth in these three areas real quick. Um, 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 healthy relationship pursues yeah. God, pursues God together. That's good. Okay. Pursue physical health. Someone always has to challenge that in any given season and financial freedom. Yeah. All yeah, right. That's good. All right. And what just to kind of, drop a little bit um a healthy sex life in marriage i I do want to just talk about that for a moment um for my married folks like you guys have to have the conversation about what does sex look like in our home honestly you have to take a pause um and so if i've made y'all uncomfortable good i'm glad i just made everybody uncomfortable because here's the thing the world talks about it right and they Mm. have demoralized and put filth into something that was God-ordained, godly, a gift that he gave us yeah. within creation to be able to, to enjoy, to come yeah. back together with our spouses and be able to create that oneness. And so mm-hmm. you have to talk about what you like, yeah. what you don't like, mm-hmm. right? What what moves the, you know, moves the groove or whatever, yeah, or what yeah. just like, babe, when you do that, it's like, uh-uh. no, no, actually it's, it like yeah. completely turns me off. You have to have those yeah. conversations. Um, <laughs> She's giving me life right here, man. It's good. Like, you have to, good. we have to yeah. talk about it. Um, the rest of y'all like- and, and my women, like, <laughs> look, I know we get tired, right? Yeah. We're like ripping and running after the kids. Yeah. Like we got to prep dinner. We've mm. worked all day. Ain't nobody want to do with the do at like 10 yeah. o'clock at night. Get in the shower, take a yeah. nice hot shower, get you some sexy lingerie, yeah. put it on. And I promise you, you will want to do the do once you get back to your yeah. man. I mean, you've got That's to keep good. it fresh. Can we clap that up? 
That's you good. have to. I mean, you you have to keep it fresh. Because again, you yeah. you don't want to get to year twenty, and it's like I don't know this individual, yeah. right? And I mean, and, and that that's what'll end up happening. And now you're getting a divorce after twenty years of marriage. Yeah. yeah. When we didn't talk about it, sometimes like be, be like, babe, you're it, it was funky. Like your feet were funky. It's good yeah. to talk about no, those it's things. True. It's you true. have to talk about those. You got to go deep. Like, let's be real. Do we need to go to the doctor about this? Do we? Right. Like, why can't we go talk about it with our girlfriends, but we can't talk about it with our husbands, yeah. right? No, you have to talk about it with them. Yeah. What don't you like? What do you like? Yeah. And and we we take a pause at least every other week, I think. And yeah. I'll just be like, babe, you know, just I like that, it. babe. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then, and he'll, you know, yeah. oh, we have the conversation yeah. because I want to see this man to year 30. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I want to be impacting yeah. the world until Jesus calls That's and takes good. me home with him. That's so, yeah, yeah I just had yeah. to drop it just to let you know. Yeah, I'm not great. afraid to talk about that's it. That's great. I mean, once again, the top two reasons you research is finances and sex. Yes. So, you know, and last year we said for me a more um, single and waiting. Yes. So you, you, you got to wait. Married, married and pacing. So we're not, when it comes to quantity, it's not about quantity in marriage. Right. It's about quality. Yes. So if you're pacing you know, once a week, they say is a good parameter. Um, do different things, like travel. Go do different things so you can see your partner in a different light. Yeah. And so that when you are back home and, and the intimacy comes, it's it, you got to keep it fresh. You got to fight for freshness. Yeah. Um, because if not, the devil's always, someone else is passing by. Someone else is Look, catching an eye. Someone is real. saying something at work. Someone is, and before you know it, you're in a whole situation. Right. But It's real. It's and just, just real to thing. singles, too, because... Again, God's word says to live pure, and we're talking about this with our 12-year-old now. It's like yeah. you've got to save yourself for the one that God brings, right? Yeah. And in my context, that wasn't the case. And I had to, man, I repented mm. and I cried. And there was even a season where I was just like, man, I wish that I would have saved myself for the one that God was going to bring. And it, 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 God yeah. had to work a lot of stuff out of me because I was so hurt. Yeah. And so for my singles, like, take a vow of purity. Yeah. If you haven't yet, what are you waiting for? I'm yeah. telling you, God doesn't place things in his word to keep good from you. Yeah. He does it because he wants good for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And great. so wow. we're talking about it, you know, yeah. with Jay. And and I will say, though, what when you've taken this vow of purity and you go before the Lord and you enter into marriage and now you're like, oh, we can have sex. It will be weird. It, it feel, yeah. It because, is weird at first. Yeah. I will be honest. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like you're having to what it's it's uncomfortable. So, again, even when it's year one of marriage and you're in month two, month three, have the conversation. But just know that it's not weird for it to be weird. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You've got to be vulnerable. And in, in order to get vulnerable, it takes time to be vulnerable with yeah. the one that God has yeah. placed you with. So wanna, just know that, that that's not. I want to encourage the men too. like, just, just lean into it. Um, she, she was the one that sparked the, the discussion. We, we, we were on an anniversary trip. We were in San Diego. What was this two years ago or so? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I honestly, I just didn't know. Um, and she was just so enthralled with the fact that I I was unaware. But she she went off and um, she just said, "You don't you don't look for me. You don't seek me. You barely uh, compliment me. Like what's going on?" It's like we're being transparent, right? Because right? I think right. this is the entry point of the gospel into people's hearts. She, she even mentioned, and this really hurt me because I'm like, ah, she even said, oh, when it comes to the church, it's just, you love the church. You do everything mm -hmm. for the church, but I'm missed. You know what I mean? It, it got real. Yeah. 
And um, it really boiled down to intimacy. And uh, I had to take that like a man. And when, when all the, the fire hack came down, we talked yeah, about it. And, and since then, we've been better. Yes, so, yeah. man, I want to encourage you, don't be, don't be insecure about it. But um, talk to your wives and admit your wrongs and, and go at it together. Grow in this area together. Yeah, but, that's good. Yep. So number mm-hmm. four, what are some ways to get over jealousy and insecurity in your relationship or in yeah. the relationship? This is a great question. I want to encourage you once again, honest communication is key. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're with someone who's a great listener. Um, yeah. Let your partner know that you're struggling with I'm sorry, let them know what you're struggling with and how you like to overcome it. And for my single people, don't don't cut us off when we start getting into relationships once again, because if you're going to be with someone, you're going to want to know these things. Jealousy will pop up. Oh, yeah. Most of us know this. And ask your partner to be a participant in your process of overcoming what it is you're jealous or concerned about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? So, you know, right before we um, got married, it was like the night before our wedding night. Mm -hmm. Um, the Holy Spirit just visited me in such a way that brought me to my knees, and I was just like in tears. And he just said this simple question. He asked me, he said, you know, if there is infidelity in the marriage, would you stay? Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty big bomb to drop, right, the yeah. night before I'm about to get married, wow. Lord. Like, what is going on? And yeah. and so I, it's almost like I brought him back with a question. Well, you know what you say in your word. Yeah. <laughs> like, if there is infidelity, Jesus, you even given marriage to be able to divorce. Like, you've given that, that right or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then he asked me a qu- again, if there's infidelity, would you stay? Mm-hmm. And I recognized in that moment that God was trying to, like, cement something between him and I for, for me to trust him all of my days regardless of what came in the marriage so that I would fight for my marriage because I trust in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. it was like it all came together. It, my confidence in him came together. My identity came together. Because, again, I began to fully understand what it meant to fully trust in God and not in this man. Yeah. Because yeah. he's fallen. He is broken. Right. He is going to miss things. He's yeah. not going to get it right. He <clears throat> is not my savior. Mm-hmm. There's only one who came to do that. Amen. So in that moment, yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah, I had to realize that it was in, in in the plan of God that I had to trust as I took that step forward. That's great. So just to encourage you, you first have to deal with yourself, okay? You have to ask yourself write these things certain, down. certain questions, okay? Yeah. You've got to do a self-evaluation. In any relationship that you're in, you've got to, you've got to look inward before you start point, pointing, right? A, a window, they say. Like, mm-hmm. no, put up a mirror, mm-hmm. right? That's good. Begin to look at self. Jealousy and insecurity, here it is, it's rooted in a lack of knowing your identity as a son or daughter of the king. Yeah. That's what it's rooted in. It's a lack of knowing who you are. So when you know who you are, it's because of whose you are, right? And so the confidence begins to build by that. So it's really an identity thing. And I'll be honest, before we got into a relationship, um, and, you know, I really had to take that year with the Lord for him to get all the muck. Before knowing Jesus, it was bad relationships, infidelity, you know? It, I mean, on my, not just on um, their end, but on my end, too. It was not healthy. And so God had to work a lot of things out, a lot of things out. Ephesians 1 through 4 says this, even before he made the world, God loved us. And chose us in Christ to yeah. be holy and without fault in his eyes. That's great. Right? That's so I, I would pray this in, mm. in like over me every day when I first gave my life to Jesus. Like, 
you know me and you love me. You've chosen me. You've set me apart. You've given me a calling. And I would declare these things so that, again, the confidence would rise because I knew that the jealousy and the insecurity was because I didn't know who I was. Yeah. Right? Or or the power that the Lord had given me. I didn't know all those things. And so Mm. a couple of questions uh, just giving us practical handles. If there is, like, you feel jealous or insecure in a relationship, even in your marriages, and if there has been infidelity in the marriage, it's a totally different conversation. And if you're staying, fight for that marriage. Yeah. I know like the world says go, but think about what Christ calls us to yeah. even deeper, That's right? Yeah. And so number one, ask yourself this, what makes you jealous or insecure, yeah. right? So what is it? That's important. What is making you jealous or insecure? Yeah. Sit down with the person that you're with and ask and like mm-hmm. go over these questions with them. Mm-hmm. Number two, why does it make you jealous? Why does it make you insecure? And then number three, what steps would you like your partner to take in order to overcome? Um, We did this early on in our relationship, and I would just say, you know, the phone just makes me uncomfortable. Mm. And here is why, you see? And so I began to share the past relationship. This is what happened. And not that I think that this is what's going to happen between us, but this is the reality. And so he said, okay, well, here are my passcodes. Here's my phone. And he began to leave his phone just open anywhere, whatever. And then we were able to, well, I was able to work with the Lord. Like, there is nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, this man loves you. Trust in my plan. You mm-hmm. see? And then, you know, we were able to overcome. I mean, yeah. to the point in our dating where it's like, I didn't care who you were texting, who you were calling, what Facebook message, what DM came off on social media. It didn't matter. Because, yeah. again, it goes back to whose I am. So I'm mm-hmm. trusting in God's plan for my life. So yeah. I would just say you've got to have, again, going back to communication, yeah. have the conversation. Yeah. Right? We can talk about it with our friends, but it's like with the one that God's placed you with, that's the one you should be talking about those things with. So, yeah. I want to help us guard against uh, feeling as though we've overcome this. Yeah, I I sense like, I sense a spirit of pride Mm kind of in the church right now. As you're talking, I'm listening Mm -hmm. to you, but I'm like, some people aren't receiving this because you think this is beneath you and Mm -hmm. you're, you're like, I'm, you know, we're, our marriage is cool. Like that's for the that's for the insecure single jealous person. Yeah. And um, the jealous person is thinking like I don't know if I'll ever be in a relationship like that because I've been damaged so much. Mm. But receive this. Yeah. Because no marriage is exempt from jealousy. So true. Once again, let let the right woman yeah. pass by. Let yeah. the right man pass by. Mm-hmm. And just in a weak moment, in a weak season, if you're not careful as a spouse. You can be susceptible to allowing something in, mm-hmm. and then you wonder where the jealousy and the insecurity from your spouse comes from. Yeah. And it's because you've spiritually, you've opened a door, and now you're dealing with something. So don't zone out on these questions. The, I mean, the, the, this, is, this is so huge. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and then, you know, like, for... I think when you love someone, get your passwords and all of your information out there. Mm-hmm. Like, stop hiding. Right. Stop playing around. Right. Shut down the old relationships and the exes right now. And, yeah. and, and don't, don't allow that foothold. Yeah. Because it's going to tear someone's life mm-hmm. apart. Yeah. And so... um. 
Yeah, and I even think, I think if you're dating, if you are boyfriend and girlfriend, that's where it starts. You, you can't tell someone, oh, you, you, you can't hold my phone right now. We're not even, you're not my wife. You're not my husband. No, no, no. If we're together before yeah. you even think about asking me to marry you, this is where you begin to open up about that stuff. Yeah. So we, we need to really guard against the, the last two or three questions. Like, don't think you've mastered that's it. That's so good. Because King David loved the Lord, and Oof. that brother was... The Bible says that he should have been at war, and he was at home. The, the, the God, God called him. He's a man after my own heart. Even yeah, God said it. It's true. God, God thought None he was good. Exempt. God yeah. thought he was good. Yeah. And his joker was upstairs on the roof. He saw a girl named Bath with the last name Sheba. <laughs> Taking a bath. Taking a bath. <laughs> and it just done lost the baby. His whole family, his sons were against him. Yeah. Solomon had relational issues mm -hmm. because it's in the DNA. Right. Oh, you okay. allowed a spiritual. So, so, yeah. so don't think you are a master of any of these questions. So We're all learners. Even um, Come on, put our hands together. Yeah, we all need that's this. So good. Yeah. We all need this. That's so good. We're not exempt. We're not exempt. <laughs> all right. All so right. number five, we got to get you out of here. How do you know if your relationship is growing you? or halting you? Yeah, a this is a good one. question. Mm -hmm. I'll say this. Um, for anything to grow, it needs freedom. For anything to grow, it needs freedom. Um, and, and you need the freedom to get beyond your current environment and limitations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want us to get caught in, in, the, in, in the trap of when we get into a relationship, that person owns us or mm. you own that person. Like they were who they were before they met you. Come on. And so um, Powerful. I, I think if you're in a growing relationship, here are two areas where you should be experiencing freedom, a growing relationship. Number one is in your faith. Go ahead and write this down. In your faith, walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. If the person you're in a relationship with or will be for future tense, in a relationship with, is offended by your walk with God, that is going to halt you. Yeah. Yep. We don't missionary date. What mm -hmm. am I saying? Like, if you're a believer, there's a low percentage of, and there's a, a study out there, I think it's like 14% conversion. If you are a believer and you're dating someone who does not believe in Christ, yeah. who does not read the Bible, who does not go to, go, you know, go to church or serve or whatever, you can try to bring them to God, try to bring them to church, but there's a great chance that they're never going to convert, yeah. at least not through you. Mm -hmm. So if they're against your freedom, if they're against your faith, if they're offended by your faith, whether yeah. in marriage or in singleness, that relationship is halting you. As a matter of fact, there are some people in this room who are tied to or dating people who are not believers or they're not fully invested into the church, but those people are giving them more freedom than some other people mm. would be giving them. I am impressed by that. I'm impressed. So even if they, what I'm saying is even if they don't have faith, but they're giving you freedom and they're encouraged by your serving and how you love the Lord, yeah. you might have something there. Yeah. Even if you're married to them, Paul says, you, you, the fact that you're a Christian, yes. you set them aside for God to, to do, do a work, work in their heart. So I want to encourage you, if you're in that situation, we can clap yeah. that up. Yeah. If you are in that situation, stay put. Yes. That's what Paul says. 
Yes. And another thing is I would say freedom in community. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're allowing you to be around other people without being jealous or without tracking you down all the time, mm. but you know you're around other people who are building up your faith, building up your life, what that group is doing in your life is going to reciprocate back into the relationship. Yeah. So that's a secure person who's like, I know they're with their friends. I know they're with their boys, but these are stable, strong people. Yeah. And I know it's going to reciprocate back That's into good. our relationship. And, so, we, yeah. and even in, in, um, in married life, you know, we have to be assessing, like, at the top of every year. This, mm-hmm. I mean, this is one of kind of the header things that we look at, like, are we growing, you yeah. know? Um, and so when, when I saw this question, I had a question to the question. Is, yeah. Are you in the same place you were a year ago? Yeah. yeah. And if you're in the same place that you were a year ago with the person that you are with, if you are single or you're dating, right? Mm-hmm. then nine times out of ten, I'm sorry, but it's all to you. you probably should let them go in Jesus' name. I know yeah. that's hard to hear, yeah. but, like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. If you're in the same place, they're probably not the one for you. Yeah. For mm-hmm. my married couples, like, you have to have a conversation with one another. If y'all are still in the same place and it's been a year, what can you both do to begin to grow? Yeah. And yeah. I think about trifecta because we just had the this, I mean, it was amazing to start mm-hmm. January with trifecta, but... 3 John 1, 2, um, and he sh- says this, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Yeah. So again, someone who is for you is going to want to see you moving forward. They want to see you healthy in spiritual, yeah. right? Your mental health, your physical health, and they're going to be for you. They're going to move you forward. Mm-hmm. And so if you're married and it looks the same like last year, we really have to have a sit down conversation yeah. and figure out what is going on. Where are we on. getting stuck at? Because What's every marriage should continue to grow and flourish and mm-hmm. blossom, get stronger, look better, glorify Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't just stay yeah. in the same place. Yeah. Because yeah. again, that yeah. leads to, hey, you're, t- you're 20 years in, kids leave, and it's like, I don't know you. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't just for people who are single. No, it's like us who've been married five, seven, 10, 20 years. I love that so much. Ooh, that's yeah. such a great revelation. I, I, there, here it is. I don't, I, if you're growing, if you are growing in your relationship, we should not recognize you yeah. this time next year mm-hmm. in a good way. You should be coming through the door and be like, "Right, is that right? Impact in life? Yeah, that's that's them. Yes, yes. Yeah, like I I don't want you to look at me in 2025 and be like, "Babe, you still the same." (laughs) I want you to be like, still leaving your drawers open. Yeah, no, I ain't doing that. Stop now. (laughs) No, he's not. He's not. He's he's grown. He's closing the drawers. Yes, you are. That was bad. No, and you're doing the laundry, no, too. Come no, on, high five. No. I was on to something. <laughs> no, but it's true. You, you shouldn't look the same. No, you shouldn't. You I should mean, not it's, look the same. You should be asking yourself, like, um, is there a next level of education you want to pursue? Mm-hmm. And even if we risk going into debt, how can we work that out? Yeah. Um, what's our next level of, you know, financial freedom or... How do we want to impact the the kingdom of God this year differently than we did last year? That's good. That's growing stuff. That's good. You know, what are are some of your weight goals and body image goals? Like, all that stuff is important. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And, you know, as a wife, um, I spoke about this at Flourishing in December, but 
as a woman, period, like we should be coming into atmospheres and lifting up the environment, yeah. right? So yeah. as a woman of God, as a wife especially, we shouldn't be going in and tearing down our house. You can mm. read about her all in Proverbs if you want, yeah. right? That spirit, it's like God always checks my heart. You will not bring this Jezebelic spirit in this home. Mm. No, ma'am, in yeah. Jesus' name. You are not going to be that. Proverbs calls it a, a woman who is like so, it's like, it's like roof. Uh, what is it? The rain on the roof. It's yeah. just constant and nagging and it's, yeah. nobody likes that. Mm -hmm. So I always have in my mind every morning, am I improving the quality yeah. of my husband's life, of my children's life and the atmosphere of my yeah, home? Support. And if I'm not Jesus, like do something in yeah. me purify me, check me. Mm -hmm. So just for my ladies, like we really have to have that conversation because as women, we are strong. Yeah. yeah. And we do have the power to overcome and take down men. Yeah. It's in scripture. It's go vital. read about her. It's like Genesis. go read about her. It's, it's all throughout scripture, yeah. but we do not play that role. Mm -hmm. God has given us the strength to overcome and take down certain th authorities and all of these things. However, the husbands that he's placed in our lives we have been called to submit to wow. and honor yeah. raise up lift up push them into everything god has yeah. called them yeah. to yeah and so don't, i'm not exempt from too this loud, man. Uh, yeah well yeah yeah but yeah. i'm not exempt for this but honestly every day i have to do an assessment am i tearing down my home yeah or am I raising the atmosphere? And that's with anything, right? When yeah. I'm coming to church to serve, am I lifting the environment, yeah. right? Or am I pulling other people down? Yeah. That, so, so essentially yeah. that flips the question, like, is this relationship growing me? Well, no, you are, are you growing the relationship? Correct. Right, because you, you stepped into it selfish. Right. You got to step into it selfless. And so yeah. I, I'll say this real quick, and we'll move on to the last question. Jason, you can come close us out. I, I want to give you these two things. Um, women, your, your man will be what you say. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Your man will be what you speak. Yes. It's your words. All right, I'll prove it to you in Genesis. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Uh, you'll know in the day thereof that you shall be like God. Bite the fruit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Adam, eat the fruit. Well, she said it. You never do this the right way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're always complaining. Mm -hmm. You're never on time. Mm -hmm. You're always irresponsible. Yeah. Your man will be what you speak. So, so we want you to be honest, but the tone and the approach is very important. And it's because how God has built us. Yes. Men... Your women will be how you treat. So how you treat them, how you pursue them, how yeah. you engage them. If they're not getting poured into, if there's no investment, if there's no affection, no attention, you'll wonder why they're inactive. Yeah. They're disconnected. Because we got to ask ourselves, when is the last time I said good morning or When's the last time I kissed her or complimented yeah. her? When's the last time I did the dishes or fixed the food? Yeah. So we will be what you say. Yeah. And you will be how we, how we approach. Because here's we the it. thing. We have the Holy Spirit. If we've said yes to Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. Jesus wouldn't have it any other way for that person that he's gifted you to be in your life. Yeah. So I have to wake up every morning and recognize, like, my husband is a gift 
from God. Yeah. And I have the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so what am I speaking over his life that's mm. going to propel him into every God-given thing yeah. that God has placed in and within him? Yeah. Because as he goes up, I go up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we've got to make sure that even in our home, like in with our kids, this is, and for my single women, if yeah. we get this now to understand like, man, and you pray this and you ask God to build you to be this kind of woman, yeah, forget about it's it. It's going to be great. You know, so, and, and it's because the Holy Spirit on the inside of you deserves mm. for you to treat others the way he's created them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Not how the world may say. Yeah. So um, yeah. it's just, it's That's vital. Beautiful. It's vital. Yeah, last question real quick, and we'll close it out. How does my significant other tie into my calling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so real quick, let's, let's qualify a significant other, all right? Because culture has put a lot on us. I really encourage you to go to Mia Moore series, um, Three Healthy Considerations for Dating both single and within marriage, yeah. it will, it, it, it'll clarify all this. I want to qualify a significant other is one of two things, either your fiance or your spouse. Mm-hmm. The friend and the boyfriend, girlfriend thing, they, they're not significant. They're significant as individuals, but not when it comes to what God has called you to. Mm-hmm. I also want to say this calling, remember this, write this down, is what is reaching out for you. Or what is calling you. So your yeah. job, your school, your church, your immediate family. And remember this, that calling is a fancy word for responsibility. Yes. Okay? And so if you're married or if you're engaged, they don't tie into your calling. Mm-hmm. They are your calling. Mm-hmm. Your significant other, they are your calling. And... Um, yeah. I'll go as far as to saying that. If they, your significant other should be not just supporting your calling, but investing into you as you pursue everything that God has called you yes, to. that's key. And you want to give that back. I remember when we, f- we first started dating and we got serious. It was a long day at work, long day. And I was leaving. It was perfect timing. I don't know how you timed it so perfectly, but I was walking out the back door, but you were parked. You had a balloon and a gift in your hand. Mm-hmm. And Jay had to be, what, three or four years old? Yeah, uh-huh. Wow, you got a great memory, son. And you got out the car. I mean, you was looking real good. Dude. I'm like, whoa, I'm a lucky guy. You got out the car. You ran up those steps. And you gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek. And you said, happy Father's Day. And uh, it was balloons and this iPad. <laughs> and he is hot. He's burning up because he's older. He's old. And he's like, I got 10% battery left. Trying to retire him, but it's got But you see how thick the frame is? This sucker (laughs) is old. And it was this iPad. Yeah. Uh And you knew that I was, I had just made the decision to stop pursuing medicine and to start pursuing ministry. Yeah. Which was very unknown. Yeah. But she was investing into my calling in a tangible way 
way. See, yeah. some people say, I love you, I'm here for you, I support you. Right. But we say that actions speak, speak louder, louder yeah. than words. So if you're really with me, yeah. and you really want to be a part of what God has called me to, be a part of it. Right. Like tangibly, be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be with anyone who is not at least open to being a part of it. It may take time, but they're open to it. Yeah. And uh, matter of fact, you were my production team before the production team. <laughs> yeah. She, she would do my slides for youth ministry. Mm-hmm. She was Anissa, Francie, <laughs> Sam, Ogechi, Rhoda, all of them put together <laughs> before we had a worship team. Yeah. And I knew then that we could take over the world. Because I'm investing into you, mm-hmm. you're investing into me. We're not pursuing separate callings. We're investing into the calling of God together. Yeah. Come yeah. on. We... That's good. That's yeah. Up. yeah. That's good. Let's stand up. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. I want to pray blessing over you. Whether you're married or single or whether your heart's broken right now in this season, I just want to, want to pray for you. Father. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful and you are good. Yes, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that nothing can separate us from your love. Yes, Lord. Lord, I thank you for every situation represented here today. Yes, Jesus. Marriage, singleness, complicated. God, I, we lift them up to you, Lord. Jesus. We pray. We pray for favor. Mm -hmm. We pray for your presence, your tangible presence in their lives, in their homes. Lord, and we thank you, Lord, that according to Psalm 138, that you're going to work out your plans for our lives. So, God, I pray that you would touch hearts right now, Mm -hmm. begin a healing process, God, of if we're recovering from a Jesus. damaging relationship, God, I pray for healing yes, and wholeness, confidence and mm-hmm. identity, Lord. Remind them, Lord, that they are chosen. Yes, they are loved yes, in Christ Jesus before you created the world. Yes, Lord, I pray for damaged marriages. Mm. God, that you would bring the husband Jesus. and the wife and their hearts back together. Their best days are ahead. Bless them, God. Cover them. Jesus, man. If there is anyone in here who does not know Jesus as your Savior, and today you're saying, I want to give the Lord my life. I just want to encourage you. That's the greatest decision you could ever make. And it's in him that your future lives and breathes and finds fulfillment. It's in Christ. So we're going to pray a prayer of redemption, of renewal. Yes. And if you're saying, Josh, include me in that prayer. I want to give my life to the Lord today. Just pray with us. Church, in support of those who are praying this prayer for the first time, and they're coming to the Lord, repeat after me. Father God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. I thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for my sin. I believe that you rose, Jesus Christ, from the grave. Lord, I turn from my past. 
I turn from a life of unbelief. Lord, I ask for the gift of your spirit in my heart. I receive forgiveness. I receive salvation. I receive a fresh start. I am yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Love you guys.